You are listening to the Enterprise Ireland of All UK podcast. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Enterprise Ireland of All UK podcast. On this week's episode, Enterprise Ireland UK manager Deirdre McPartland is joined by two companies, one at either side of the Irish Sea. EI Electronics based in Shannon and ICO based in Shropshire in the UK have been working together since EI Electronics appointed ICO as its UK distributor in 1990. Since, EI Electronics has acquired ICO and this partnership has led to great success as the group now achieve over 200 million in annual revenue, manufacturing fire alarms in Shannon and selling them to both the UK and Irish market. This is the first in a series of interviews we'll be conducting with innovative and successful Irish companies operating in the UK market. Today, Deirdre speaks with Brendan Barry of EI Electronics and Steve Trafford of ICO to discuss the partnership's success and what the future holds for both ICO and EI Electronics. I hope you enjoyed this episode and please subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. Hi, I'm Deirdre McPartland and I head up the UK for Enterprise Ireland. And I am delighted to have with me today Brendan Barry, Director of EI Electronics based in Ireland and Steve Trafford, who is the National Sales Manager in ACO, based here in the UK. You're very welcome, Brendan. Thank you, Deirdre. You're based there in, in Shannon? Yes, we're on the West Coast, uh, enjoying the nice wet weather at the moment. <laughs> very um, good. Just started, I, just if you hear a little bit of noise on the, on the outside, it's um, we have a building extension work of about 100,000 square feet just started, which is preparing us for the next stage of our development. Wow, that's impressive. And you already employ 800 people uh, as, a, as a group? I, th- I think, uh, sorry, Deirdre, the, the group em- employs closer to one, 950 people, I think, at the moment. Okay. About 850 here and uh, 70 people in the UK and through the rest of Europe, another 30 people. Fantastic. And Steve, you're usually at home in uh, Westry or uh, somewhere near there in Shropshire, am I right? That's right, yeah. Um, Echo in the UK are based in uh, Oswestry, which is in Shropshire, um, quite quite close to the Welsh border. Um, I'm currently at home in Lancashire, just north of Manchester. So yeah, yeah, we've got we've got a new facility as well in Oswestry that we opened uh, in November 2019. So state state of the art facility um, that we operate. All our distribution from sales and marketing, um, technical product people, and we have a centre of excellence there that we use for events such as local authorities, housing trusts, main contractors. So quite quite an impressive setup in the UK. So two two very uh, impressive setups. But the reason we're all gathered here is because ACO is celebrating its 30 years anniversary um, this year. And, and, and that marks 30 years of absolutely phenomenal shared growth. So maybe, Steve, um, if, if you can start off by actually just explaining, I suppose, what it is that you do. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're right. So it is 30 years um, of ACO this year. So um, 1990 was a starting point, And I think it's fair to say that the growth has been uh, incredible um, and quite quickly. Um, ECHO became the market leader in the UK in terms of domestic fire and carbon monoxide protection. Um, 
much of which is built on the quality of the products that come from EI. Um, when you're talking about life safety products, quality is paramount and all the products uh, are obviously manufactured in Shannon, um, world-class manufacturing facility, um, and, and they've been experienced in, in that manufacturing for over 50 years. So yeah, we've been around for 30 years, but you know, the factory's been around for 50 years. And I think some of the reassuring things for our customers is, you know, nothing is compromised in terms of the quality of the product. So um, nothing's batch tested, everything's tested at least four times before it leaves the factory. And, and, and that, that reassurance has, has carried on through for 30 years into the marketplace. I mean, I, I, it just blows me away what you actually do. And, and Brendan, you know, when I, when I think and hear, you know, Steve describing what it is that you do and, and look at protecting lives at the heart of really the company, which is an unbelievably powerful foundation to build a business on. But what are the values um, or the factors that actually really lead to your success? Yeah, good question, Deirdre. Uh, I mean, Steve said it there, you don't get to 50 years in business generally, uh, and certainly not in our business. That kind of level of experience, uh, most of which have been with life-saving life products for, the, for domestic properties. Uh, for me, look, the, the fundamental is to our success as a group is the people, uh, uh, their attitude, their commitment, sense of ownership, the integrity they show. And this all shows in their dealings, uh, both with customers, but also dealings with each other and dealings with product. Um, like we have some exceedingly long service here, uh, being around this long. But uh, you know, an example of that would be our head of engineering, our director of engineering, who's just this year retiring, has been designing alarms for close on fifty years. Well, and generally, it's not unusual to have employees here with 20, 30, 40 years. Uh, which is, it creates a great knowledge base, uh, which is a huge strength in all areas of the business. And I know ECO also have people with long service. I mean, we've three, three other strands, I suppose, other than people or three other foundations we build it on. Uh, it's quality, service and innovation. And they're easy words to say, but I, I think they're difficult to do to a high standard. We say quality, well, it's from first contact with a customer, prior to the ever deciding what to do, what kind of advice and guidance do ACO give them? Then there's the installers, and then there's the experience over our product life is 10 years. All elements of those feed into the quality experience. When we talk about service, it's really uh, manufacturing all being based in Ireland. So nothing is bought in other than raw components. We also have, I suppose, world-class manufacturing techniques. We use Kaizen and have been using it since the mid-1990s. That has made a huge difference in how we can respond. But also, I think it brings us very close. We're effectively a European supplier, predominantly into the UK, uh, very short supply lines. And I suppose finally, on the innovation side, it's, it's the uh, research and development uh, is 
based within the factory confines, uh, but we're also very close and work very closely with our, our UK colleagues. And I mean, as, as an outsider looking in and, and meeting the people in, in your business in EI Electronics and in and in ACO, I can only say um, you, you say those words are easy, but they're hard to live. But you really feel it when you come to visit you guys, you know, um, and, and the respect that you have for each other and the respect that you have for um, what it is that you do. But uh, I have to say, you know, even though you've been around and described people being around a lot, a long time as well, there's a lot of energy in the company. And uh, but I'm going to refer to to that very long history you have yourself, Barry. You've been around since the beginning, I believe. Not fully the beginning. I think the beginning was 1963. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, I'm, I'm a little bit younger than that. Not much. Uh, <laughs> I should have said I, the beginning of the relationship with ACO. Yes. And, and what has... You know, how critical has that relationship been to your success and that partnership? Well, I think it's vital. Um, little did we think, well, let me very briefly give you a history of how we got started. And, and it's probably a typically Irish story in some ways. Our early history was as a manufacturing facility for General Electric in the US. Uh, in the late 80s, management acquired a business from, from them. Uh, and really, to shortly after that, we had the good fortune, good luck, great foresight to start doing business with ECO. And that was in 1990. And really, I suppose, ECO have brought the whole market development to the factory and have grown that business from very modest numbers in the beginning. But I never remember a year in which they didn't grow. Typically, it was double-digit growths. The... Comments you made about the sense of energy, that is definitely there in terms of ECO. And bearing in mind that they have developed a whole social landlord business, electrical wholesale, electrical contractors, and in my book have brought it to a world-class level. In 2004, EI acquired our distributor effectively, or our marketing, there were more than a distributor, our, our UK operation that was separately owned was bought at that point. And ECO have, from that, from 2004, have grown the business from about 20 million to last year, 240 million. Now, I think by any standards, that is phenomenal growth. That relationship, uh, they constitute over 70% of group turnover. But I think that's what I see is cert certainly a great sharing of beliefs between all levels of our colleagues in the UK and, and here in Ireland. And I yeah. think that that pays off. Uh, yeah. The same ethic, uh, the same approach to quality, the same approach to service. And that hasn't finished. It's just, it's brought it to the stage where last year we did a record year in the UK of £140 million sterling. Needless to say, they ha they're not resting on their laurels. Despite COVID-19, they still plan on doing more than last year so so that's probably indicative of how important they are generally to the group one of the things that uh, i just want to pick up on on what you said there was um that shared energy and the shared ethics and so on because i mean one of the things this podcast series is doing is actually celebrating um you know uk businesses and irish businesses um how together and, and with strong partnership, how they can really be so world beating. 
But Steve, I'm going to come back to you um, um, to get the UK voice in here. <laughs> yeah. um, when, when I visit Oswestry, and I think when anyone visits Oswestry and, and, and indeed meets the team across the whole of the UK, um, the lasting impression you get is one of absolute commitment uh, to and understanding of your customers. So how do you manage to keep that as a really central part of your DNA? Well, I think I think I think over in in Oswestry, uh, in Airco, we have created a culture um, that we take out to the to the to the customers, and, and and our culture is built on core values, trust, passion, shared genius, teamwork, accountability, and then the sixth one that all these feed into really for me is safer communities. So we are we are actually our core value, and everything that feeds into that is creating more multiples of safer communities and everybody who works externally for ACO, um, the regional specification managers, we have 23 across the across the UK, all believe in that. So they're working with social landlords. It is about giving the correct information based on the UK standards and regulations. And the result is creating more safer communities. And we have a full commitment to that. So, Steve, you also look at, at education, though, in, in the marketplace, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Education is, is central to everything we do um, within ACO. So whether it be educating our own people uh, and working with them, that's continual. But the actual education of the marketplace is critical. So we're working with the social landlords in terms of educating the standards and regulations. But we're also educating the installers to, to ensure that everything's installed correctly. So to give you some perspective on that, we have trained over 25,000 electrical contractors in the UK. All the training is provided free of charge. It's uh, CPD, which is continual professional development. So when there's a major standard or regulation change, we go back in and start training them all again. And it's, it's, it's an absolute massive commitment to us, but it's something we take extremely serious to the point where we've actually put four mobile training facilities out on the road so we can train people in their premises or on the mobile training facilities or even better bring them into Oswestry and bring them into our centre of excellence. So Steve alongside that um, deep commitment to kind of safer communities throughout the UK and indeed throughout the world really um, you yourselves in ACO are deeply rooted in your own community as, as, as a business. Can you talk to us a bit about that? So yeah, we we um we have what what we've what we've called ACO in the community and um that that that's dedicated to developing and, and providing support to both local and national education and charitable organizations, uh, all about building sustainable futures within our community. Um, you know, we, 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 we focus on the core areas of education, charity, volunteering and business enterprise because they are all important to the local community and wider community. Um, to give you examples in, in terms of education, um, we do work, uh, work experience placements for year nine students. We uh, work with colleges and attend school career fairs and apprentice events and classroom engagement sessions. Um, we've joined the Enterprise Advisory Network um, with, with the aim to prepare and inspire young people for the fast changing world of work that we, that we all live in now. And we even offer 
um, fire hazard awareness and safety sessions at, at our centre of excellence for the schools in the local area. Um, in terms of charity, our chosen charity for 2020 is Everything Shropshire. So again, our my colleagues at ACO and myself, there's all sorts of things going on, you know, 26 mile Jurassic hikes, 10k runs, cycling events, 2.6 challenge, charity quiz nights on Zoom, the list goes on and on and on. Just 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 on the on, on the wider front, we are yeah. we work with the electrical industries charity. So we're very close to the to, which is a national charity. It's our industry at the end of the day. And we are currently working in partnership to deliver mental health awareness training via webinars to, to people within the electrical industry across the UK. And, and they are designed to give an understanding of what mental health is, uh, how to challenge the stigma and a basic knowledge of, you know, some of the common mental health issues, which again is important across the industry. And, yeah, and particularly yeah. at this time, you know, you can imagine, you know, how it is affecting people. So we've got lot, lot, lots going on. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, the more I, I'm, I'm chatting to you, the more I hear there's so many things that you do that are so relevant from our, for our times, like from the Protecting Lives theme through to kind of what you do for people in the community. You're growing still as a company when, when lots of others are, have, have bad news to tell. But um, things like, as you say, mental health and, and, and the challenges of the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the thing is, as well, we, we also encourage, you know, every single member of, 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 of staff at ACO, you know, to go out and volunteer. So, you know, we've done things, we, we, we work with a, a local rehabilitation centre um, and, and, and people go out and help out there. We, we've had staff out at Children's Hospice ass assisting with garden maintenance and, you know, refurbishing garden sheds and all sorts of stuff. Um, local food banks um you know local kitchen you know local kitchens making food for homeless people it, the list is endless that we get involved with with the local community well i mean a, a great thank you um i think probably on behalf of, of of so many of us who probably benefit from that to to the whole team in in echo but brendan you you guys are also very deeply rooted in in your community there in shannon exceedingly so Again, uh, I'd say in terms of our community, our, our first community is our employees. Uh, we take that responsibility very seriously. Uh, their long-term, I guess, ability and stability in terms of a job, have decent pay, treat with respect. At difficult times here, like Christmas, give good bonuses. And thankfully, we've been successful enough to be able to do that. But of course, we live in a bigger community. We're in the Midwest of Ireland. Plenty of towns and villages around. Probably the biggest is Limerick with about 70,000 people. And when I look through here over, over 50 years, uh, there's close to 20,000 people have passed through the doors in that period of time. And when I look today at, at some of the people we hire, they can be up to the third generation of a family. So when we, when we consider the impact in a rural setting, really, uh, it can be very, very large in terms of just the providing the employment base but of course we do other things certainly do a lot with schools again trying to improve facilities for children charities sporting facilities uh, and facilities for our employees well i suppose the big thing and, and the big impact is that we are rooted here for the long term yeah uh, we never look at moving the facility elsewhere we're irish people we're proud of it we have found ways in which we can be very successful while manufacturing electronic products in Europe. 
the big spin-off is the stability of employment, the growth, which is absolutely supported by ECO. We cannot do it without them. But that stability and long-term thinking that, that, that goes with being a private company that has values beyond money, then I think, yeah, that would be what we perceive the value here and what we perceive our purpose. We're the current custodians. Uh, there would be custodians beyond us. Well, that's a lovely way to put it, Brandon. Um, so I'm going to start um, wrapping this up, but but before I do, while it's wonderful to celebrate the 30 years of, of um, EI Electronics ACO success, there's a future, and you both really kind of painted that 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 there's a there's a what you're doing now is is building further for the future. So maybe Steve, if we start with you, what does the future hold for ACO? Yeah, well, what I would say is that the last thirty years of success has been based on listening to our customers and developing you know the products that they want for the future, and and you know that continues today. So in terms of the future, yeah, there's there's there's, there's a lot more to come. Um, I think I think our com customers are now lo looking at how they get information out of our products um, through the internet, the internet of things. So the future is very much in line with that. Um, so the technologies that are coming out now and developing for the future are very much down that line. So and that is based on what our customers are asking for. So instead of you know a system operating and getting people out of a property safely, it's also then passing that information up to the cloud and down to a portal. And it, an example would be our biggest one of our biggest social landlords in in, in the UK may have a hundred thousand properties, four or five devices per property, and they could know what's going on with every single one of those devices. So someone has an activation in. London, they would know about it, and if someone removed a head in Edinburgh, they would know about it, or or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. lots and lots of exciting things coming out, but all to, all to assist the the market to become safer. Thanks, Steve. That's uh, that's something to look forward to. Um, and and Brendan for for the group. Yeah, uh, I'd echo everything that Steve is saying. Uh, the speed of technology change, it's its accelerating. I, th I think I'm correct in saying the smartphone is, is only 12 years old, but we hadn't heard about apps before that. Uh, we hadn't heard about email on your phone unless you were a special customer that could buy a BlackBerry. I think also the life risks in houses is increasing. Uh, the amount of electronic equipment, if you look at it in nearly every room of the house now, TVs, chargers, Xboxes. So houses are getting more dangerous, which obviously requires an improved solution. Also, I think communities are getting older, which require that different solutions be provided. And again, the connected home is coming. It's about finding useful applications for that technology. And when I look uh, over the last as far back as I've looked, uh, probably 15, 20 years, even longer, the group has been doubling in size every five years. So we did, in 2018, we did a turnover of 200 million. And as we would, we looked ahead to 2023, and we see a, a way of getting to 400 million euro. But key to this is ACO will remain the key turnover driver for the group. 
they're by far the biggest market. They are creating needs, identifying needs, relaying those to us, being involved in creating solutions. So I think the future is bright as in as much as we can ever predict the future. Brendan and Steve, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. This is our first podcast where we have companies as our guests um, and, you know, celebrating 30 years is wonderful, but by God, celebrating 30 years of a company uh, with such an ethos is is just an absolute pleasure. Um, You know, the success that you've had in improving the lives of people and in protecting lives, um, but the ambition that you have means that, you know, you'll be touching ever more lives as you grow. So I wish you both the very best of success and thanks again for joining. Thank you for listening to Enterprise Ireland's Evolve UK podcast. For more information on Enterprise Ireland and our clients, please visit our website, follow us on LinkedIn, or subscribe to this podcast on your favourite podcast streaming platform.